Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gal. Welcome to Friday I'm in Love and Monday I Post and or Record Podcasts. Uh, how are you? Me? Or, yeah, okay, how are you? I'm <laughs> um, okay, how are you? Uh, I don't know, a little bit stressed. It's summer at Shakespeare. Yes. There's the World Cup and all of the teams I start rooting for end up going out, so I'm a little worried about Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you get excited about a team and then they get beat. So Brazil went out, Australia went out. Japan's in. It's really hard for me to refer to the U.S. right now because Jill always drives me a little bit nuts. I don't think they're as More good as they should be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think she drives Christine Rampone. Pierce Rampone nuts, too. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like. I don't think she or Leslie Osborne have much respect for the U.S. coaching. No, it, yeah. that seems right, yeah. Yeah, her team, uh, Jill Ellis's team game management skills have never really been stunning you know what i realized that they have tilted their cover or they tilted their coverage um because they really skipped over the she believes cup which the u.s didn't do well oh. at they uh -huh. never mentioned that they just mentioned the last world cup which they won but you know that you, yeah they, you very they, cleverly noticed they haven't mentioned they didn't mention the recent big tournament where they faced japan england and i think france because canada was at the algarve and got yeah. beaten or tied they might have tied one of them, but, it, but they, they didn't do well. Didn't do well. They didn't win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the commentators have skipped that entirely, and they're discussing the U.S. chances to do the World Cup. Yep. So anyway, Pino's Megan Rapino scored two goals today. It's hard to root against Rapino. Um, mm -hmm. On penalty oh, kicks, oh. although they're, the U.S. team seems a bit overdramatic with the falling and stuff. And yeah. Now they play France, France on Friday, and then the last of the first stage of the knockout round is tomorrow Italy, China, and Japan and the Netherlands yes. so I haven't seen China play yet Italy was impressive Yes. Netherlands I haven't seen either and Japan I always root for since mm -hmm. 2011 yeah. yeah that's the year they won right the World Cup that was 8 years ago so yeah 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 Okay, so that's the World Cups. Who are you still? Who's in that you're still rooting for? I was sad to see Australia go down and really sad to see Brazil go down because I thought Brazil was doing really well. Mm -hmm. But it was a good game. Good. Yeah, a lot of the games seem to be happening when I'm at work, so yeah. I haven't been seeing Yeah, well, many. they went to... um, The Brazil game didn't go to penalty kicks, but the Australian game did. Mm. But they both went to overtime, so... Oh, lucky. Serious overtime. Lots of fan support. Canada went down, which is a surprise. Although yeah. the woman I follow on Twitter, um, she's Canadian, and she said part of what Canada needs to do is because they don't have a women's league for their country, and that country teams like Italy, where they have put money into the women's league, mm -hmm. and Spain, they're quantum leaping ahead of the teams that don't have a national well, women's professional soccer league. Well, yeah, that's an obvious thing for people yeah. for nations to do to build their women's soccer program is to have a women's yeah well like I guess league. that makes sense yeah I guess in England where like Arsenal's got a women's team and mm -hmm. Manchester City's got a women's team and stuff like that as a, which is different from the US where the NWSL teams aren't linked with the M, the major league soccer teams right not mostly I think Portland's got some kind of linkage I thought Kansas City did too, don't they? Maybe. I mean, I think that would be uh, the dream world, but no. <laughs> it's not mm -hmm. happening. And Canada's supposed to be part of that league, but I don't think they have... It's, it's not... You don't have as many... It's not as robust a funnel for your players if well, it's not it's, in your country. Yeah, it's still 
not being played in Canada. Canada, yeah. Right. The, and I don't know don't where Mexican ended, Mexico yeah. ended up. Is it, is it still that each team has a certain number of Canadian and Mexican players? I'm not sure know? how that goes because I honestly don't know if Mexico pulled out or not. Because <clears throat> they were unhappy oh, that's right. yeah. a couple of years ago and they didn't make the World Cup this year so nobody's been mentioning them and honestly I haven't been following the end of WSL that much although I still pay attention to the rain and I pay attention to the rain and what Chris, Kristen Press does. <laughs> mm. You know, there's... And Scott, yeah, you, you follow certain players more yeah. than any teams, it seems. Yeah, and Sydney LaRue, who is a major lack from the national team, for which I entirely blame Jill Ellis. Yes. Because Sydney LaRue said, fuck it, and had a kid instead, which is fine. Her kid's very cute, and I mm-hmm. wish her happiness, and she's still playing professional soccer. And honestly, that was probably a good mm-hmm. choice, because Jill Ellis is not a reliable coach mm-hmm. for her, you know, to make that big life choice. Yep. She and her husband decided to have a kid, and Cassius is mm-hmm. really darn cute. And, well, might grow up to be an amazing soccer player. Yeah. With, seems like you should. Yeah, so I miss Sydney LaRue on the pitch, but mm-hmm. she seems Sydney LaRue dire, dire. So, but she seems to be happy off the pitch. Somebody had her doing commentary during one of the, or she was like ask, answering Twitter questions. I guess they were oh, doing cool. that with some of the soccer players during one of the games. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so who are you still rooting for? I'm still holding out hope that Japan will do reasonably well. Um, yeah, I'm not as much of a football fan as you, so yeah. Japan, I guess, since I care a lot about them. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, it would, I would like to be rooting for the U.S. team, but they just seem like such jerks. So much of the time. Eh, they're not as much. They're not as bad as the hockey team. They're not as bad as the hockey team, but y- you're right when they celebrated so much every goal against Thailand. Thailand. That was too it's much. Just, it's just a lack of sportsmanship in class, and it's just bad. It's just bad form. Oh, England's still in. That's right, he's going to be Cameroon and then wind. Yeah. Because Cameroon didn't take it like men, I guess. <laughs> which is just stupid. I mean, Cameroon has made the knockout stage for a second time in a row, and they lost, and they're rightfully upset, and if they get a little emotional, oh, well, I'm glad they care, and lay, lay the fuck off them, England. Yeah. Thank you very much. The headlines were more Cameroon. Uh, somebody put up a bunch of headlines from the English papers, and it was all about how unsport, you know, all... Instead of saying, you know, England went on. They should have focused mm-hmm. on, somebody said, you should have focused on that story. That England, yeah, you know, really. made it to the next stage. Instead of whining about your opponent not losing politely. Because, <laughs> hell, they're allowed to care. Well, and it's not like English soccer fan, English English football fans are so great at losing either. <laughs> this is a very, very <laughs> valid point. Yeah, I know. The, the biggest cries about the VAR reviewing were... The Scottish goal and um, something else. And it's like, oh, yeah, the cute, you know, it's just the, 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 um, I forget what the, but it was like the people are upset about the Scottish goal that Scotland didn't go through and some other European team had an issue. And that, that's when they were seriously talking about how bad VAR is. VAR is really killing video assisted review is really killing the pace of the game. It really is. But it's like they want the, you know, the, 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 the Fox commentators are skewing very European and U.S., which isn't terribly surprising, but is no. kind of, it's very disappointing. 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So tomorrow, Italy, China, and Japan, and the Netherlands, and then we see the eight teams who are left. Mm-hmm. We did have a very nice time. We went out to lunch and we watched the. Um, nowadays, it's so amazing that you can like take your phone anywhere and watch stuff on it. So we actually watched the end of the Australian game on my phone, sitting outside. It was really fun. That was kind of a nice way to have a date. Mm-hmm. Although it was kind of hard to see it because of the sun, but. Yeah, but we could hear it. We could listen to the com. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if apps just gave you the option to listen to the commentary sometimes, because I'd actually probably watch more soccer if I could. Mm-hmm. And I used to like staying up late at night, um, and catching Friday night here and catching the Australian women's soccer league. And sometimes you could find radio stations who would be broadcasting internationally, and listen to the ga- call of the game. And I like listening to the call of the game. Because mm-hmm. you I mean you. You can visualize and you're not distracted and then you can, you know, be doing other things and still listen. So yeah, I would it would be really nice if there were more options for audio commentary as opposed to just watching the video because like I, I honestly can't watch more than a game and a half a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is bad sometimes. Like tomorrow I'm like, hmm, but I kind of want to watch Italy, China, but I definitely want to watch Japan and Netherlands, but I only have a limited tolerance for sitting inside mm-hmm. and I like to go outside in the middle of the day, you know, get sun and wander around and do some reading outdoors and give my eyes a chance not to look at screens, but I'm in soccer fan mode, so it's like ah! <laughs> yeah, that just upset Maki um, so I don't know what I will be doing well, I will probably end up watching like the second half of the, I don't know we'll see, we will report back to you, so Anyway, mm-hmm. what's in, what's up with you besides soccer? Uh, mostly work in Shakespeare. Yeah, Shakespeare. We ran through the first act today. It was fun. Or the first half of the show. We're at the point where we run through the first half of the show and the second half of the show and the whole show. And then they go off book. Which is always fun. For those of you who haven't been following along, we do a summer production of uh, Shakespeare comedy and we take it to parks around York County and it's fun. This year we're doing a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yep. And we've got a bunch of fun people cast in double roles so you get a certain duality and they did that on purpose Mm because it's kind of neat. And we've been rehearsing outdoors because that's also kind of fun and theater should be done outdoors. That's where it started. Plus we're building people's heat tolerance. Yeah, we're scratching. Which is hard to do yeah mm-hmm. a couple looked there was a couple people looked wiped out yeah where'd you get that mm-hmm. yeah you get too used to air conditioning mm-hmm. so get out wander build your heat tolerance don't do insane levels of heat tolerance but it's been fairly climate here it's a bit hot yeah, this is the first week when it's Yeah, and there's still been a breeze, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Fine trees. Trees are always trees are great. Always cooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the area next to a tree, like within five feet of a row of trees, is the best place to be because it's kind of green and kind of cool mm-hmm. and hopefully kind of shady. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you do in the summer. You wear, like, linen if you can to make sure that the sun isn't beating down on your skin. And, well, because keeping the sun off your skin helps with that. Mm-hmm. And then find trees to be your buddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we didn't get to see a movie this week. We were behind and have not gotten to see Men in Black yet. Men mm-hmm. in Black International yet because we just haven't had the time. Sorry for the big clap. Um, although we did get to see an Emma Thompson movie and that was great fun. 
Yes, it was. Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling, late night. Mm-hmm. That was very funny. It was very funny. Emma Thompson is amazingly wonderful at everything. Yes, she is. It's <laughs> in, it, the depth and breadth of her, her her performances are just incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she hit so many notes in that movie. Mindy Kaling did a really good job with the script. Mm-hmm. Although I think the romance plot was excessive, but if somebody wants to write themselves a, I can have the work and the cute guy thing, then I'm really not going to knock them for that. No, no, there's not. But I think it was, she was trying to do too many things, which detracted from... From the main... Yeah, because left, it left the how to end it thing a little open. So I think it missed, uh, I think this sh- there should have been one more monologue at the end. Yeah, they really should. Because they kind of, spoiler, skipped ahead a year. <laughs> yeah. And they gave you a montage at the end, which was nice because you could see how people changed and mm-hmm. their relationships changed and how the and office how changed. changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they cut before they did the Emma Thompson character's monologue and I wanted to see if that had changed. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, but Emma Thompson in suits any day that we can wander by. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> And now I want to see Junior again because that's Emma Thompson in suits and she's so funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, possibly we should take a break. No. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, we will pause here and be right back while we figure out what to talk about next. And we're back. And this week I actually managed to get to the comic book store and pick up two months' worth of comics, which was fun because I have a bunch of Captain Marvels. Ooh, ah, yeah. I actually went and picked them up before they called me up to say, come pick up your comics. <laughs> um, and I had a bunch of Captain Marvels. And Captain Marvel's pretty cool. Although in this one she's dating Rhodey, so that's kind of weird, but still. That is really weird. Yeah, but it's a different Rhodey than the movie. Movie Captain Marvel and comic Captain Marvel are mostly the same, but a little different. Okay. Well, because they've rebooted her origin story. I mean, this is contemporary. I mean, that's mm-hmm. in the 90s, so. And I don't think that the movie Captain Marvel plays into the comics. Okay. I'm supposed to be Either. Sense. Yeah, so. Movie Captain Marvel and move, and comic Captain Marvel are very much different. <laughs> While being at the core of personality, the same person. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, then you're gonna be distracted. Back to comic books. I also picked, they had the latest, um, oh, I found this fun thing called Alexandra Ocasio Cortez and the Freshman Force New Party <laughs> Who Dis by Devil's Do Comics, which was actually kind of fun. It was a bunch of little short comics that kind of reimagined. Um, some of the there's this one where Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Bernie Sanders, and Maxine Waters like tag team wrestle WWE style wrestle. Uh, Dana Loesch and NRA dudes and big pharma and stuff. And so you have a character of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez going to the ropes and preparing to do a drop move on someone mm. while she says this great nation wasn't founded just to feel the corporate greed of the one percent it was made by the people of the people and she's going up and for the people and she's about to slam down into Ooh. the hammer move and it's it was just kind of fun to see what the 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 comic take on some of that stuff was mm. uh, but there was also a new legend of Korra: ruins of the empire part one of this is actually canon done by one of the Written by series co-creator Michael 
Dante DiMartino and drawn by Michelle Wong, Goosebumps, Download and Die, with a consultation by Brian Konitsko. This is the official continuation of the beloved television series. And while I have avoided the official continuation of the Buffy television series, because Dark Horse does that too, Mm -hmm. um, because I liked... I know there were a lot of people like my little brother Bo, who you will have met if you listen, um, who don't like season seven of Buffy, but I like where season seven of Buffy ended because Willow was with Kennedy and it's the Buffy world, so that probably wasn't going to end well, and I liked that it was, you know, yeah. current. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. But um, Cora, because it ended on the Cora and Asami going through the. Um, Spirit world, spirit portal. There was actually a reason to pick up the first set of comic books because that started. There was a, a story arc that happened, um, and that was showed Cora and Asami come after their vacation in the spirit world, and the fact that they were in a relationship now and coming out to their families and things like that, and as well as dealing with gangs in the city. Um, and but anyway, so I bought the Legend of Cora: Ruins of the Empire. It's on my pull list any Legend of Korra stuff and bought it home and then I was surprised to find Gail reading it. So this led to a discussion of, of some of our favorite franchises. And so what do you um why did you pick it up? <laughs> well I I did like the Korra um is that that's not really that's not manga, it's just a an animation series. Yeah, it's an animated series. It's an original animated Nickelodeon. Animated. Um yes, yeah, so I I did like the it's not Legends Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and although, of course, I didn't see it as many times as you did because I didn't watch it with Flash. Right. For a year. Um, yeah, and we also didn't watch it initially because we got to, I got to the episode where um, Asami and Koro went around her driving track and Asami was dating Mako at that point and mm. thought, oh no, here we go again they're going to have great chemistry and not get together or I can't take this so I stopped watching it and then I went back to it after Tumblr went insane when mm-hmm. Cora and Asami went through the spirit portal together yeah which is the finale so yeah so I took two three years <laughs> so yeah um, I, I did like the Cora series and I didn't read the first comic or gra- is it a comic or gra- graphic novel? It doesn't matter. They're graphic novels because okay. they're not monthly anymore. Okay. But um, I didn't read the first one just because it wasn't sitting in front of me at any point. But this one was, so I picked it up and I've gotten halfway through it and it, it's it, it's fun. I like it. You know, we, we were actually, we actually watched the Avatar Legends. Yeah, the first. The yeah, before Korra. Last, air, last Airbender. Yeah. Did Bo get us hooked on that? I think Suzanne did, didn't she? I don't know. I can't remember if it was Suzanne or the nephews or Bo. Uh, it was, I don't think nephews. it was enough. Nieces and nephews. Yeah, Gina's kids were watching it. Were they? Yeah. Oh. Long ago and far away. Yeah, very long ago. Anyway, the Avatar series has the coolest girls animated Definitely. women. Yeah, and this is a huge draw mm-hmm. <laughs> from the very beginning. Katara, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the Katara and Sokka brother-sister relationship. It's yeah. great. Yeah, and Katara 
learning to be a waterbender and everything she went through and Toph, mm-hmm. I mean Toph is just so kick-ass mm-hmm. it's so great that Toph shows up in Korra and Toph's actually apparently going to show up in this latest arc because they're, they brought Kuvira back because some of her um, they're having elections in the Earth Kingdom because mm-hmm. the Earth Kingdom was split up well, the earth, the earth, the king, the earth king is going to. The earth king is giving up his stuff. Yeah, and so they're having elections, and some of Kavira's old generals are running for office, and so she's trying to talk them down. Well, first they think it's going to be invading, but it turns out they're invading democracy. So I guess they're going to bring Toph back to kick some sense, to stomp, stomp oh, some yeah. sense into the earth kingdom. Yep. But yeah, the Avatar, both. Legend of Korra and Aang's the first, the Airbender series I have really well developed female characters mm-hmm. and great stories and yeah, yeah. It, it's very very well and they sit and they spend discussing moral and ethical issues and I mm-hmm. always really love that, I mean Aang, <clears throat> Aang is a phenomenal character because he refuses to kill, yes. I mean he, he lives his ethics and there's discussions about that and it's got actual ramifications on his decisions mm-hmm. and it's the same with Korra I mean she's a different person than Aang but there's still actually there's a lot of moral and ethical underpinnings to all of these shows and it's mm-hmm. amazing that that much thought in world creation is put into children's shows the, you need children's shows like that that children shows that aren't just don't have wink nudge stuff to adults or even kids and they can Mm -hmm. have cute moments and fun moments but they're full and complete things entertainment and education for anyone who's watching them and those are the best adult well those are the best children's series I mean that you can sit and watch yes yeah I'm trying to think of others that are like that and I'm not coming up with much. No. Because um, they're really hard to find. Yeah. Um. Well, American, like Disney and Nickelodeon series, it's too much, you know, too much about romance, honestly. And yeah. Avatar had had some, but it, and it wasn't as some of the Japanese animes that are completely focused on, like, business mm-hmm. or having your club succeed and because they're all girls' schools or whatever, the romance isn't as much a factor. Mm-hmm. Or like Sailor Moon, where there is some romance, but saving the universe is the is, first is, thing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but American series tend to get caught up in infighting, it seems like. Or, I don't know. Or slapstick. Or, or slapstick. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, gross, there's Steven's the universe. Shows. Um, I don't know that one. No, that's with gems. We watched some episodes of it. That's wrestles, and you don't like She-Ra. <laughs> that's got no, some I of don't it. Like um, yeah, so there are some now, because mm-hmm. uh, I think partly because of the success of Avatar and Korra, and the fact that there are more creators going into the business who are unwilling to leave their allegiances in the closet and their opinions in the closet mm-hmm. you know it's a slightly more it's a more open world and so people are coming to you have gems fused in Steven's universe and 
then they they're two, they're all female gems and then they get married. Happens. Okay. Well, I know about this because like, there's a lot of franchises I know about because people yeah. in my Tumblr ship them or. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Well, and I pay attention to the <laughs> gay ones. I just um, Steven's universe is a bit too dark for me, and yeah, it just mm. didn't. I mean, Gravity Falls was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's true. It was. Gravity Falls did that a little bit. Along with just being completely bizarre. Yeah, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Kim Possible is go-to. Oh, yeah. Kim Possible. Yeah. But, you know, that, that wasn't designed to be a message. No. Show. No. Um, hmm. They're bringing Scooby-Doo back. <laughs> is is Scooby-Doo Sykes... really gone away? No, I hope it's not where Scooby-Doo was talking because that <laughs> was weird and, like, possessed or something. The One of the recent incantation, incarnations of yeah, Scooby-Doo was just... Yeah, that was... Where Scooby-Doo weird. was, like, in love with this freaky poodle or something. I don't know. I just barely yeah. skimmed it. But this, they're going to do another um kind of Scooby-Doo where they have guest stars. <laughs> so Scooby and the gang and the yeah. guest stars. So it's Wanda Sykes and Halsey and I forget who else. But but not the sh- Harlem Globetrotters, right? I don't know. <laughs> it would be fun, though. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? The, the Globetrotters are still out there, so could happen. Could happen. Yeah, yeah. sports stars. Maybe they'll have a sport. Because some sports stars probably be snowboarders, though. At this rate, I mean, who's the who's the current hot? Snowboarders, break, uh, I don't well, know, uh, soccer players, football players. NBA. NBA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyway, Scooby Doo's coming back. Not that that's very educational. Don't, well, no, the original is just like, don't trust old white men. I guess that is kind <laughs> of educational. That's pretty, yeah, that's a lesson that people need to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. We watch know. a lot of animated stuff in this house. Mm-hmm. I yeah, always well, have. I should have. Have you? Did you always before you met me, or no? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I I watched Scooby Doo when I was growing up, and I watched like the I like I watched like Saturday morning cartoons, but yeah. <clears throat> that was really it. Yeah, yeah. Now we go see most of the animated movies when they open. Part of my birthday present in May was got, got me into the Spider Verse, so I'm really looking forward to. It. To seeing that again because mm-hmm. that's an animated movie done excellently well that's a oh, superhero yeah. movie done like perfectly <laughs> yes yeah i mean it, it, any frame any frame you stop the art's just amazing mm-hmm. they do all of the different spider heroes and different color palettes and i mean oh i really want to spend some time just looking at the movie now that i know mm-hmm. what's happening because you know when well, the first time you watch something, or at least me, I can't really relax into it. Because you're just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, what's yeah, going to happen. What's gonna, where is the villain going to win and make me worry for the hero? But not, you know, once I know that everyone comes out of it okay, or when the really bad things happen, if everyone doesn't come out of it okay, I can mm-hmm. watch it and enjoy mm-hmm. it more. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to just really sitting down and watching <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse again. And we also just picked up Captain Marvel, which came out on DVD, and watched it again. And that's one of our favorite franchises, um, the Captain Captain movies in the Marvel <laughs> the, Universe. The, the Marvel Captains. The Marvel Captains. <clears throat> Carol Danvers and Steve Rogers. Yes. Huh? Okay. Um, so, yeah, we just watched Captain Marvel again. And that is one of the movies that gets 
better the more you watch it because this is what we've watched it like three times now I think it's five we see it three times in the movies yeah we might have so four times because we went we saw it twice and then we went to see it after the Avengers because the Avengers had left such a bad taste yeah that's true so um and yeah none of it gets old at all it just gets better you just notice more things every time yep like Veers running around the scroll ship barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) Always fun. And that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's my favorite buddy road movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. It is a great buddy movie. And it's so great that there is no uh, no official romantic subplot going on there. Yeah. There's there's no attempt to hook up Captain Marvel and Fury, which is wonderful. No, no, no. They have the same level of buddy bromance. No, that, definitely. It's like, a bromance, yeah. <laughs> that we were talking about how um, like um, Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson do, or Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and yeah. those movies, yeah. which are also Rush, some of my favorite buddy movies. Rush Hour and Shanghai, Shanghai Noon. Noon. Yeah, those are great. Yeah. Um, so the Captain Marvel movie is that level, well, not kind of that level of banter with a superhero twist. Yeah. Or a superhero angle to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Captain Marvel's a great buddy movie. And you know, she's a woman and, you know, and. It doesn't matter because <laughs> yeah, she's matter. well. That character has spent so much time in a man, quote unquote, man's world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she just fits right in and rolls with it. Yeah, which is one of the what that's one of the things that makes Captain Marvel such a great movie, so much better than Avengers Endgame, because. You can, because you have that strong woman character there, and you also have the strong male characters, and they work together, and it. They definitely treat well. her as an equal, if yes, not a definitely. superior. So definitely, yeah, yeah, they treat her as a superior for the most part. Yeah, and yeah, it's. I suppose there are many people who would say, oh, no, Endgame is so much better, but no. Because <laughs> um, I, I would defy anyone to watch Endgame for the fourth time and enjoy it as much. Uh, well, I know which parts I want to fast forward through. Yeah. But yeah Endgame is not really on our list of movies we're going to actually buy on DVD. No, at some point, I might watch it again. Yeah, maybe watch it again. But, like, the last three... Avengers movies we haven't bought. No. Yeah, well, not since they, like, uh, the um, whole Black Widow Hulk thing. That was oh, ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that was just icky. Yeah, that was just gross. I mean... And, well, and plus the the villain in that movie, David... Uh, no, uh, James Spade? Whoever played... Oh, shoot. Which one was that? That was Avengers... Um... What, Ultron? Ultron, yes. The the guy who voiced Ultron. I just can't stand his voice. And, okay. So it's like yeah. me and Toby Toby McGuire's eyes. 
Yeah. I was always happier when he was in the Spider-Man mask. Yeah, yeah. Just something about it was off-putting. Yes. I, I think that I might have liked Ultron better, or the, the Ultron movie better, if anyone else had been doing that work. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so any other favorite franchise? Well, Star Wars for you. Yeah, Star Wars for me, Star Trek for you, right? Well, yeah. Although I don't get as excited. I've given up on the Star Trek movies because the... They crossed a line when they had Uhura and Spock dating. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just couldn't deal with that. There's no way you date somebody in your chain of command like that. No. It just seemed like an like an ethical violation beneath both of them and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There are other ways to humanize Spock. Mm-hmm. And it was a total insult to Uhura, mm-hmm. who during the original Star Trek, they had done really well not to sexualize any more than the uniform and Michelle Nichols' natural curves would do. Right. You know, yeah. They had, they did a really good job of making her a professional and making sure that Kirk had a professional relationship with her and Yeoman Rand and Nurse Chapel. And, mm-hmm. and everybody had a yeah. professional relationship with her. Yeah. It was, yes, it was very much It was respectful, yeah. Yes. And so to, they, the first thing you do when you reboot it is toss that out. No thank no. you. Yeah. And I like Chris Pine, and I think he's a great Kirk. Mm-hmm. I like Zachary Quinto. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in this really funny, funny TV mm-hmm. series no one's ever heard of with Tori Spelling, which is it's just... called So Notorious. So it was Notorious. on MTV, I don't know. When. Yeah, but I don't know when, but it was so funny. It was so funny. <laughs> it was just so, so funny. Everything about it was just so funny, and there were like... Ten episodes of it, yeah. and it's just gone. But yeah, but yeah, if yeah. you can track it down, or if you saw it, you will know. It was so so funny. It was one of those pitch perfect comic timings. Mm. It's like that. That's Tori Spelling's thing. Like their Paris Hilton song is just one perfect song. Yeah, <laughs> Bo and I share. You know, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, there's just moments like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what other franchises we're we gonna discuss? We hit Avatar. We hit. The Captain, the Captain movies from Marvel. The Captain movies. Um, yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, I think Star the, Trek. Then if it's been said about Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Wait till the next Star Wars movie comes out. Yes. Uh, Buffy, which we don't really revisit, but still enjoy. That's a favorite. It is a favorite, but is it really a franchise? Buffy. Yeah. Um, okay, it's got comic books, it's had movies. Um, I have one movie. Yeah, the movie is Hulu. Rutger Hauer's amazing. Yeah. Christy Swanson, Luke Perry, Sigh. Luke Perry, Sigh. Yeah. Um, Condolences to his family. Mm-hmm. He was good in that movie. He was very good in that movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think Buffy counts as a franchise. Okay, fine. What qualifies that for you? I mean, there's Buffy swag. Well... <laughs> See, for me, a franchise needs to be, like, either related TV series or... Angel was a spinoff, so... Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah there's there's been a bunch of stuff. Okay. Or, like, movies that are yeah. hooked, hooked together. So the X-Files is a franchise because they've had the movies. But before they had the movies, it wouldn't have been... Uh, or you wouldn't yeah, count the X Files. I don't think the X X Files is a franchise. Oh, interesting. Because I mean, huh? 
I guess that's because you didn't need to see the movies to enjoy the TV series. So, like, franchises or something reboots. So if they, like, rebooted the X-Files with two um, new Mulder and a new Scully or the people who inherited it from Mulder and Scully, then it would be a franchise? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Interesting. We yeah. should have discussed franchise. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> but what do you think of it as a franchise? I don't know. I just think of franchise characters like franchise players. You know, just a big conglomerate. What's a franchise player? Well, they say that about people in the draft sometimes. Sports reporters do, you know. Somebody who could, like, in, especially in basketball, because it's a lot, and I guess football, maybe quarterbacks and stuff, but somebody who can come in and carry the team. Okay. So a franchise is something that has a central theme or character that carries out throughout more yeah, I guess than so. one iteration of something. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Hmm. Should have defined it. Interesting. So now we've discovered what franchise means to us. Yes. Possibly that's a good place to end. Yes. So tell us what your favorite franchise is, or if you want to take a... If you want to take a shot at what a franchise franchise is to you, please do. So, anyway. Oh, right. So Godzilla. Yes. So Godzilla is definitely a franchise, because that's one of my favorite ones. Because that's got spinoffs and... Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So Pacific Rim wouldn't be, because it's just the two movies. And see, I guess I'm getting yeah, franchise and AU be. confused a bit. Why? Yeah. How could Pacific Rim be? It's only two movies, and although I think I guess, they might be yeah. animating something. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, franchise. Some kind of core concept or core character who's created yes. an empire of some kind. Yes. <laughs> Oh, and Buffy definitely counts because there's a huge yeah. Buffy empire <laughs> between things and you know comics and, and comics, comics and, and yeah. everything. everything and people caring and mm-hmm. <laughs> even past the point where Joss Whedon is bearable people still care yeah. about Buffy <laughs> oh right Harry Potter that's one of the things we Harry were going to discuss right, yeah yeah, because I've been in a Harry Potter mood recently, so I've been in a Quidditch mood, and then I discover that possibly, um, well, J.K. Rowling just should have written the books and not and engaged. Just been quiet about it. Just been quiet about it, because she did mm-hmm. really, really well with the, um, Hermione being black. And, in the play. In, in the play. Well, and that started as fan art, actually. Oh, did it? Yeah, well, oh. because the only description is, like, Hermione's bushy hair. They never yeah, talk about true. skin tone. Um, so somebody, a couple of people did fan art, and then J.K. Rowling's was just like, cope with that really well, but now there's the whole, the, well, J.K. Rowling versus the LGBTQ community is not being going successfully for her, because she tries to re-engineer characters. If she was going to make people gay, she should have outed them in the book. We don't believe that, and apparently, um... She follows a lot of TERFs on Twitter, and so the trans community is, well, there's just a lot of questionable stuff. And so, the Harry Potter AU is the Harry Potter AU. We we didn't watch the second Fantastic Beast movie, because honestly, I don't need her to retrofit a Dumbledore dated a gay Nazi. Yeah, and we especially don't need it if that gay Nazi is Johnny Depp. Yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah, or well, yeah. <laughs> so we didn't need oh, that no. at all. Yeah. Um, Which is too bad because the the characters from the first um, Fantastic Beast movie were interesting. Yeah. And it was it was it was cool to have a new group of people in that universe. Yeah, but the relationship between Grindelwald <laughs> and that teenage boy was just creepy. Yeah, that and, was very creepy. Yeah. And the whole thing is just did not want me didn't want me to didn't I wasn't that interested in what happened from there although knew it was a good character mm-hmm. and J.K. Rowling's it's just that's a franchise that you love the magic you love the characters but you kind of hate that the author's been tarnishing it more than time as yeah so, and yeah. I didn't mean that on a downer note. So, let's no. talk about something positive. Something positive. Um, Accentuate the positive. The new Carly Rae Jepsen album is fun. <laughs> I'm torturing Gal with it in the car. Do you have a favorite song off it? No. <laughs> okay, which did you, which was more worse for you when I was listening to the new Sabrina Carpenter album or the new Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> I think the Sabrina Carpenter, just because it was in the CD player for so long. Well, the good news is is the Dolly Rots album is coming out soon, so we will be listening to Daydream Explosion by the Dolly Rots. You should follow the Dolly Rots because they are really cool people, and Daydream Mm -hmm. Explosion has, um, they just released a pop song called something about partying. It's fun. It's like Party All Night. Party All Night, yeah. But the songs they've already released are a hoot. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like the kind of cheer we need in this universe. Speaking of downers, um, there's concentration camps along the southern border. and You should call your representatives if you're in the U.S. and tell them that we don't want to be Nazis. Yeah. Because we don't. No, and we don't. they're harming children. It's inhumane. It's cruel. It's violating laws of man and nature. And Donald Trump and his... Well, administration are scum white supremacist scumbags yes they are and I I read somewhere I didn't check this out but um, the reason why the UN hasn't gone in to inspect these places is because the administration is not giving visas to the UN inspectors <laughs> so. yeah so there are Republicans, I honestly think half of the problem is, is they don't know what to do because they're a bunch of incompetents and they're running out of incompetence. And so, um, any kind of a fuss you can raise, raise a fuss. We're going to put a link to race R A I C E S and a couple of other places in Texas that are actually doing work on the spot. Um, the border patrols refusing donations, mm-hmm. but there's a crisis. It's been caused by Republicans who want to make a crisis out of small children dying. And, and they're going to court to say, no, we don't have to do anything for these kids that we have put in cages. Yeah, so many of these franchises we've been talking about are basically, you could put the Republicans in as the villains and they'd be they a perfect would, they'd fit. They'd be a perfect fit in the, in the Avatar universes, yes. And the Harry Potter and universe, Harry Potter universe and, and the Star the, Wars universe. Yeah, they, yeah, that's true. Yeah. A lot of these are, you know, take on the anti-fascists and win. So it's time for us to take on the anti-fascists and win. So register to vote, raise a stink, and make yourself unmanageable. Wear the fuckers out. Yeah. Because they want us to give up, and we're not going to give up because we're not. 
Um, so take care of yourself. Um, take care I of see raids might happen. Nobody has, can get in without a warrant. There are laws. Mm-hmm. There are. There's a lot of stuff floating around. The ACLU has it in 11 different languages. You can spread the word about what people's rights are, even if they're not citizens. So stay safe. Keep people safe. Register to vote. And I am now going to plug in the password while I'm telling you that. Um, and remember, go outside, breathe, take some time for yourself. Watch your favorite franchise because that's like mental comfort food. So right now we are going to watch probably Kim's Convenience. Because okay. if you have Netflix, Kim's Convenience is great. Yes, it is. We need to Watch spend it. an episode talking about Kim's Convenience yes, because it's just amazingly great. But the first episode of Kim's Convenience, the first season, it does one of the best things of talking about... Well, it, it, it's, it's one of the best discussions about... The different... The LGBTQ community. community. Yeah, with people who aren't aware, but aren't hostile, they just, just don't, don't know. Right, they just don't have the information. So it's respectful on both sides. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment when they both realize that, yes, they're trying to be respectful of each other. And so, I mean, it's really great to see that, because we need to be respectful of each other, except for the Nazis who need to be punched and imprisoned. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So like I said, stay safe, take care, do something fun for yourself, watch your favorite franchise. And we always recommend Kim's convenience. All right. Um, this is Michelle. This is Gil. Signing off. Take Bye. care.